Funny Rabbit. Funny Rabbit. Funny Rabbit! Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Funny Rabbit Comedy Club Podcast. Yay! Yay! We sound like it's weird when you when you cheer. Yeah. For us, everybody, if, if, when there's only three people in the room and cheer, it's impossible not to do it ironically. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah. It's sounded sure. more of a hostage situation than comedy club vibe. But uh, I just realise yeah. I'm, I'm in the noisiest chair in the world as well. So apologies, listener. Sorry, Matt. It's quite okay. Uh, well, welcome, listener, to our brand new podcast. Uh, this is an introduction podcast where we're going to introduce you to ourselves, the hosts, and we're going to introduce you to what the podcast is as well. God, how professional am I? Nailing it so far. <laughs> I love that because we've done no prep yeah. for this. <laughs> Just straight in. I've had three hours sleep and I'm vibing it. So uh... <laughs> vibing it is definitely a phrase that comes easily to you. Yeah. Matt. <laughs> well, uh, Ollie Double, you were my lecturer because I studied M- at the MA uh, stand-up comedy here at the University of Kent, uh, and you were my lecturer. And uh, it's quite nice that you say vibing it comes naturally to me because. Uh, that's what I did in my essays. So uh, <laughs> now that's a joke because I did actually prepare very hard for those. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so yeah, as we were talking names, I, I'm Ollie Double. I'm uh, I used to do comedy years ago. I still do it a little bit, but my main job now is university lecturer at the University of Kent. I teach here in the drama department, and I have compared before as a regular to uh, comedy clubs. I mm-hmm. back in the nineties, we started a club called The Last Laugh in Sheffield, which is still going, and I, I was with it for five years and uh, I've, I've come to other clubs since then but I'm so stoked about having a comedy club that's not my own but I've got a, a third time sharing as it were <laughs> yeah uh, that I can I can sort of build my own comedy world with that audience brilliant and it's it's great to have you as a compare as well as the, like the face and the host of Funny Rabbit because uh, when you compare you're very uh, vivacious you're very warm and I've seen some of the weirdest things ever when you're on stage as well so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear you say the weirdest things ever because actually the ideas I've got for this are kind of weirder so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to my right and I, I assume the podcast left. Uh, uh, <laughs> as, uh, we have Mr. Thomas Blake. Hello, I'm Mr. Thomas Blake. Uh, Wait, that's the, that's <laughs> very professional because no one calls you Thomas Blake. They, oh, Mr. Thomas. No, Blake. they don't. They they call me Blake, uh, which confuses everyone when they try and find me on my birth certificate or on Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Blake. Um, I'll be I'm sort of producing this uh, comedy club with my fine fellows over here. Um, and I've been doing a lot of... Oh, I went to the University of Kent as well, yeah. obviously. This is where I, where I met these two. Um, I did a bit of stand-up. Uh, and I thought I'd leave it to the professionals. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, it didn't go too well for me. Um, it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember your routine. So you did a routine about going to the Thai food stall out there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember because... Um, uh, we were flatmates at the time, uh, and uh, used to um, uh, revise a set in front of us as well. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very niche, I think. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I used prop-based gags, a lot of scootering on and off stage. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, that was yeah, uh, health and safety nightmare. Um, it's quite an interesting thing. Obviously, you can't see this as a podcast listener, but Blake's got his wrists bound up at the moment. So the fact he's talking about health and safety yeah. nightmare. <laughs> Well, it's, I think that's a bit more my role now, though, uh, in sort of helping produce this uh, yeah. club is looking at... Um, so I've done a lot of... I've been in technical background for last... Since being at university, I think about seven years now. 
being a technician. It's been a long time uh, production managing, uh, stage management, that sort of thing. And I've done so many comedians, uh, big, small, medium, in between, uh, out, in the, out on the lawn, you know, in a, in a theatre, uh, in a pub, etc. Yeah. But I think... Uh, it's 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 wonderful to be able to develop our own club uh, based on all these things that that we've seen the positives in and seen sort of the negatives in how things are sold or or um, how they're they're promoted and to get the audience right and I think uh, the, between the three of us uh, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna bring something to Canterbury and maybe maybe the world uh, in the future <laughs> that that is is clean and uh, professional and consistently consistently. Funny. <laughs> like, first Canterbury, next Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> As you're saying that, I have had some interest from Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think one of the things is that we 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 know what we want to do in the sense in the sense that we want we've got hopes for this to be a different kind of comedy club in a way yeah. to be not just a night of stand up, but to to have a kind of an ongoing interaction with an audience where we we do funny stuff and we invent weird ways of doing it and that you know when you come along it's a whole experience it's you get great acts but you also get this whole experience which is going to yeah. be like a th- club you join in a way you know that you that you come along and you get this feel a part of you feel part of yeah, it i think yeah. it's the social media mm-hmm. age where we're so distant and we're so often watching comedy on on facebook or, yeah. or youtube or whatnot yeah. And we're not really feeling the audience. We're not feeling the the um, the involvement that yeah. I think we want to get out of this is not just comedy. It's it's that we're all together in this world. And it's things like the art house element that that was there in the eighties in the alternative cabaret movement, where they would have like really great. They'd have a painter who was part of the collective who <laughs> put together a comedy club, and they would paint backdrops and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, they, the the publicity was always like done on a photocopier, and it was all just like hand-drawn lettering and you know cartoons or you know um photo montage and things like that and so we've kind of really gone for that with our publicity we've got like collages and things like that yeah i think yeah we've tried to promote this kind of um 80s alternative club vibe you know it's it's a for me this comedy club is uh more than just a generic weekend comedy club it's supposed to be a uh, essay very community based it's about involvement engagement and uh beyond that just having acts which uh you know uh, which is a little bit more esoteric and a bit more um you know vi- vivacious is the second time i said it on this podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh yeah i think it's we're trying to build something which is more than just the generic club we want to a club of heart, you know. Yeah, that the audience also join in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know anybody can join in, but I'm not just talking about somebody going, bollocks! I'm talking yeah. about, you know, they, okay, the, here's the thing, tell us this, and now we're going to make that part of the show. I mean, not in an improv comedy way, but in a way where it's an ongoing interaction with the audience. Yeah. I think, I think in a, a lot of ways, uh, we're making something that is sort of a, a social club, comedy club, uh, as you've, yeah. you, you said, uh, where people feel that this is the thing that they want to go and do each week. Maybe it's rock climbing for some people, yeah. other people. It's coming to us to, to feel part of something, mm-hmm. to see these, these um, comedians at whatever stage of their career. Uh, and a lot of, so good and complex. This good. Uh, what, what's happened here is I've lost my train of thought <laughs> completely. <laughs> One of the things that we haven't Codeine's talked about is we've, we've got the first show coming up. Yep. It's on the 8th of February, Friday the 8th of February at yep. 7.30 at the Gulbenkian in Canterbury yep. on the University of Kent campus, but it's open to everybody because it's a public theatre. Yeah. The cafe space is a lovely space for performance. It's been seriously redeveloped. It's The te- tech in there is good. 
uh, that it looks nice. We're going to dress it beautifully. Yeah. There's going to be things there for you to, to have in your hand to take away from the club, you know, gifts from us to yeah. you if you come along to that show. But who are the... Matt, you, you're the booker. Uh, have I introduced myself? You yeah. haven't. Do, do <laughs> the, the sexy, sexy, mysterious voice of the group. Ooh. Thank you. Uh, 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 I, I'm Matt Hoss, by the way. I am comedian, podcaster... Uh, Legend, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and I'm running this uh, as a booker, but also, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to get uh, quality acts who are both people I know and professionally work with, but also people who I, uh, you know, who really admire as well. So I wanted to get a nice uh, mixture of this comedy club. And for the first one on the 8th of February, we have an astounding lineup. Uh, open up the show, we have Tienan Duyeb, who is, uh, funny enough, uh, an ex-alumni of this parish of the University of Kent. He is, yeah. Tiernan was a student here many years ago, and he went out from here and worked so hard yeah. at his comedy. And he's done all sorts of things. I mean, he's run a club, uh, mm-hmm. sort of in, in, in the noughties, as, as they yeah. call them. And uh, he, he, um, he's, particularly, he's got a great podcast, hasn't he? He's yes. got this brilliant podcast called the Partly Political Broadcast Podcast. Yeah. And it's a weekly uh, political uh, satire, and TNN is such a... With political comedy, uh, it can usually be quite uh, aggressive, uh, but with TNN, he has this kind of warmth, but very... Um, he has just such sharp jokes as well, so he's very engaging and friendly and welcoming, but he also has some amazing jokes as well. And I find it amazing, actually, because he does it weekly. I mean, not through the entire year. He has a break at Christmas and things, but he does it weekly. And the thing that gets me about it is... It's like John Oliver in style. There are a number of things that are a bit like John Oliver, mm-hmm. but it's not got a team of very highly paid writers yeah. coming up with this stuff and researchers. It's one guy <laughs> with a bit of help from a few other people, and yet the quality is excellent. Mm-hmm. Like the quality, and he writes. I mean, it's long. It's like an hour each yeah. episode. Partly, it's um, sort of him making jokes about the week, and then partly it's it interviews with people. And they're, both those sections are really good, and and it's sort of it's not exactly the same as his act, is it? But it but it's no, crossover. It, yeah, like um, there's a lot of stuff in there uh, which does make his shows because uh, obviously the amount of uh, material he's writing is impossible. Insane. To and the thing is, is you do have to listen to it that week, or because well, the state of British politics in the moment it's very outdated, very <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, as well. yeah. Uh, well, the so, last episode last week, he was saying, you know, this is probably out of date yeah. by the time you hear it. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think uh, with him as well uh, is that consistency, it's that beautiful consistency yeah. of quality comedy, and mm-hmm. I think that's something that we're, like great for him to be the first person on our bill because yeah. that's the kind of thing we want to emulate. The, he, it was also named in the Guardian recently as one of the best political podcasts in the country. So, oh, that's you great. Know. so far, our headline act is someone who I I've never worked with personally, but I I am so excited for this first gig, and it's uh, the amazing the the. Uh, the ultra, the ultimate Bobby Mayer. And have you guys heard of Bobby Mayer before? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> or else, uh, Bobby Mayer, uh, if you don't know him, he's uh, he's been on lots of TV shows. Uh, he, his stand-up is... Uh, uh, it's been likened to like Bill Hicks and uh, uh, like with Frankie Boyle uh, elements to it as well. Uh, so he's quite a, an aggressive Canadian, if you know what I mean. And he's uh, he's he's a force to witness as well. Like he's uh, uh, a genuinely uh, breathtaking comedian as well. So I think he's going to be an excellent headliner as well. He has his own TV show uh, yeah. on Vice um, with because he got married to another comedian called Harriet Kensley. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, from Kent as well. Yeah, not, not the university, but the county. Yeah, and uh, 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 yeah, so he's he's always um, he's a very very 
hilarious man. So he's, a, he's somebody you might have seen on the telly. Yes. Uh, so th- again, we have uh, uh, this amazing club with uh, big acts, uh, um, really uh, sharp gags, and on. But for a very cheap price as well, so... Yeah, my God, the price is insane. Yeah. I mean, it, basically, the price is £7 if, you've, if you're waged. If you're unwaged, it's £5. Yeah. £5 is, is barely more than a pint of beer. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. When we were doing comedy in the 90s, I mentioned my, the last laugh, uh, by the time I finished that in 97, we were charging three fifty, four fifty. It's it's almost the same prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're, going, we're talking about, like, like, 20 odd years on. Right. I think it's also worth, worth mentioning in the middle of the uh, shows we're going to have uh, two guest acts yes. doing very short sets. These are new comedians, and but we're handpicking them. Yeah. So uh, it is an open mic spot. We people can get up and perform, but we're handpicking these people. And I have to say, the people we've got on the first one are brilliant. Yeah. They're really brilliant. You won't believe they're new comics. Yeah. I think that's uh, another thing that, we're, as we try to promote this uh, going forward, is that you're more than welcome to uh, get in touch with us, uh, send us some material and see if you'd like to, to come perform uh, on the stage. But we will be cultivating it to make sure that we have that. We are bringing the right people at the right stage. I think the important thing is the right stage of their career yeah. into, into the forefront. That they get to work alongside professionals, yeah. which is always how, how it used to be. Yeah. I mean, that's how the comedy circuit used to work. If you wanted to start out, you'd get a, an open mic on a, on a really good bill of comedy. You'd be on with the people who were making a good living doing it. So you saw how professionals worked, but also you built a network. Mm. And, and then if they liked you, the people who booked you, uh, the people who booked the night would then pay you. Pretty much straight away, whereas now it's a very different situation. Oh, yeah. Speaking as a, a current comedian, I don't think I've ever been paid. No, no, yeah, no, it's a, um, it, but it's it a is, long path, isn't it? Yeah, you have to. Um, it, a lot of, uh, not to get too into this uh, subject because uh, I could really be angry for hours. But like, uh, <laughs> but it's one of those things where um, and a comedian, uh, a promoter would offer you progression. Uh, you would go up to, uh, you travel like lots of miles to do this gig you'll smash it go back home and never hear from him ever again it's like what more do you want from me as yeah. well so it's one of those things but then again it's more of a waiting game and you've got to uh, yeah but with this club the best thing about it is that we are really giving out these opportunities and uh, and we want to make it a very prestigious slot so we want to give yeah. these uh, the people who have been handpicked as well uh, at the currently but we also want to uh, open the doors at a later date as well so I think it's worth saying what we're going to do with the podcast as it develops, because yes, we're going to try point. and make the, the podcast capture some of the flavour of the club, but also mm-hmm. preview what's going to happen. So we'll always talk about who's on next, mm-hmm. but we'll also have interviews with the people who've been on the previous show, yeah. and hopefully we'll have bits of audio from the show, not of the comedians, but of my bits, because yeah. I'm going to be writing new stuff every time. Yeah. It'll only happen that one night. I don't gig the circuit, so... It's like we'll have hopefully some live footage, unless I die horribly, in which case we'll probably. I, I think we still will. <laughs> okay, yeah, actually, that would be funny. That, that would be funnier, actually. That would be funnier for the, for the listener at home. I think we, we might get a, a lot of comedians following the podcast just to hear me in my humiliation. Okay, this is no longer the funny rabbit coming up on podcast, it is Ollie Dies on Stage podcast. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least it's the truth of it, isn't yeah. it? You know, the comedy is uh, as a comedian, you 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 either you get your highs and your lows. And yeah, yeah. Whatever experience you yeah. have is that experience right then and there. I think what we'll do is though, we'll make sure we pick interesting bits. So really grisly <laughs> death, <bits. Yes. laughs> or bits where it's Bottled. sort of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, like humiliation. Oh. You know. Oh, 
Uh, well, you could hear the awkwardness <laughs> of the audience. You could hear, not just silent, but you could hear the How? kind of, you could hear their pain. <laughs> Yeah. That's why it's a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably a good place to finish this episode. Before we go, um, where can people find us online? Where can they? They can find us on Facebook at Funny Rabbit CC. Yeah, or just go uh, on Facebook search um, Funny uh, Rabbit Comedy Club. Yeah, and you can do the same for Twitter, which is also Funny Rabbit CC. And, and uh, if you Google Funny Rabbit Gulbenkian then you'll find it'll take you to a link to one or one more of our shows. Yeah. Or if you're based in Canterbury, which I assume you are, uh, uh, just buy tickets at the box office and come along for the 8th of February. Tell your friends, and we'll see you next month. Funny Rabbit. Toodles. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Funny Rabbit. Hey.